brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. Welcome to another episode of Honest Money. We're, uh, we're doing something a little different today. We're, we're talking to a tax guy, but not about tax. This is the Honest Money Show, and we're talking about cars. So, so today we're we're really going to go a little bit around, uh, a little bit roundabout, because we're we're starting on a journey, and 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 I'm giving you a bit of a spoiler alert. The journey has a, a plot twist right at the end. So uh, I, I'm I'm very pleased to have you on the show again, Andre Botma from Ichafu. Uh, Andre, uh, so nice to have you on the show. I think before we get into cars and and the like, the, uh, we we need to talk a little bit about tax, just just for a second. Uh, so we, we see we see quite a bit of news around uh, you, you know the commissioner of SARS uh, trying to fix SARS again and 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 I think trying to do a lot of automation which I think is a good thing uh, you mm-hmm. know, in principle mm-hmm. uh, the, the more the more we can see uh, uh, the, the opportunity for people to do things themselves and the less opportunity for a SARS official to do something dodgy uh, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, but just your general impression over the last, let's say, two or three years, is, is the organization getting better? Are we, are we kind of seeing a bit of light at the end of the tunnel or is it, is it still a dog show? Yeah, I, I must be honest. I think uh, Keith Fetter has done an incredible job uh, at SARS. I think the, on, the, on the plus side, you have it's very tech heavy. You know, there's very little need for human interaction. But the moment you have to pick up the phone and talk to SARS, I think that's where the wheels the wheels comes off. A lot of calls are dropped. A lot of people sit on the uh, call line for a long time. They don't get answered. But I think on the tech side, when things work, SARS um, improved a lot because there was uh, there was the the scare with the H with the HTML situation where they were still using you know old software and they had to migrate everything into the new stuff. So I think tech wise, uh, SARS is actually quite up there um but i do think he's uh you know he's got this leaning towards um uh towards wanting to do a lot a lot of things very fast so collections have been actually increasing year on year despite you know people immigrating and whatnot uh so but i would say it's better to go to the other extreme and try to shoehorn SARS into fixing themselves than plotting along and, and, and going going about it slowly. A lot of practitioners are obviously a bit frustrated because this auto-assessment issue is losing, uh, it's potentially losing them quite a few clients because back in the day, you know, the auto-assessment, uh, you would have to, even if a basic return, practitioners can still do them. But now with the auto-assessment, a lot of them are actually losing losing potential revenue. Okay. So, so uh let's say mixed blessing that that we're getting some kind of progress some kind of recovery but not necessarily everything we want at the same time yeah and I, but i think that's that's a situation with i think sars is one of the more uh, efficient uh, and efficiency and government don't really go into the same conversation but uh, sars i mean pre tomoyane phase um sars was one of the best uh, tax authorities in the world and it's slowly recovering back to that. It will. Government departments will always have inefficiencies. So, um, for compared to other government departments, SARS is actually doing a, a good job. 
Okay, great. Well, uh, I think it, it's nice to hear something good happening out there. You know, even though it has <laughs> frustrations with with SARS, it's good. To, it's good to hear. So, yeah. um, we're starting a journey, and it's a, a journey about a car. So, you, you put out a tweet which caught our attention because uh, we we know you think a little bit like us around money. You don't like to waste money uh, and and spend it unnecessarily, uh, and and certainly you, you understand the value of money. And and so you put out a tweet. Asking for help because you or insights uh, because you were considering buying a secondhand car. Yeah, correct. Um, I mean, the, the context was uh, I I drove a a Volvo um, S forty, but a two thousand seven model. It was well looked after. It only had two owners, but then um, after I drove it for about, I got, I got at least a good four years out of it. Um, the engine started, there was started, you know, I had to use quite a bit of oil. And then when I took it to the mechanic, they told me, Hey, this is going to cost between 30 and 80 to just send it to engineering and then possibly fixes it, fix the engine. And that was more than what I bought the car for. Well, and I was like, okay, you know what? Um, you know, cause I paid for the car cash 40 K. So <laughs> I got a really good deal. Um, on a on an older on an older Volvo and um but yeah the repairs would have been more than the car and so that's when I quickly went to went to Twitter or during that phase I went to Twitter and asked uh please give you know just give your general uh rules about buying uh second hand cars. And in, and the lovely thing about uh, Twitter because there are some uh, t- let's say one or two downsides to Twitter, but but uh, but the lovely thing about Twitter, especially financial Twitter, is there are lots of people who are willing to share. Some of them uh, are clueless and they, they're, they're, uh, the Dunning-Kruger effect kicks into play and they're, they're proud in their in, in their ignorance. But but there are some really bright people out there who kind of flow uh, below the radar uh, who, you know, every now and then will pop up and actually share real gems. And I think you, you ended up, uh, I don't think you were expecting kind of to get the responses that you did. I don't know, uh, you, you know. No, not at all. I mean, uh, if you if you entertain me for a second, I I've got the analogy of of Twitter. I, I describe Twitter as a as a food fight, right? And and everybody uh, and some people are there just to eat the food, and other there other people there are actually there to throw food, and other other people are actually the chefs in the kitchen cooking really good food. And sometimes you get a really good home chef who's got a very good comment. Um, but in general, Twitter is a food fight. But if you can avoid the food fight and and pick up here and there a few good recipes, you'll be golden. Um, in fact, uh, I do. You know, I boast. Uh, I boast that I I've got no strategy on Twitter, and it shows. Um, <laughs> but uh, and, and so this was just like a tweet me. that I threw against the wall um, where I asked Car Twitter, you know, the comments and the Twitter the tweet went viral. Um, I, I'll I mean I'll share some of these. One of the uh, one of the great things uh, that people one of the things people said is uh, be sure to get a pre a pre purchase uh, inspection on the vehicle uh, to be aware of any mechanical electronic issues. Um, people were also talking about get a a Decra report. One of the things I did with uh, the Volvo I bought was I asked one of my mechanic friends who works on diesel engines and trucks to just have a look over uh, a general inspection before I buy the car. So that's a, uh, that's a good idea. Other people were saying, don't buy a car with a, 
don't buy a car with a turbo, um, uh, you know, because turbos can can mess up engines a bit. Uh, go for a test drive. I'm just looking at a few other things here. Um, there are certain brands to avoid, uh, but they. What was surprising to me. Well, at least some of the things were people didn't really mention high mileage as a thing to check and also the year model. Um, very few people actually said to check for those two things, which in my mind are two things that you that you absolutely do need to check. Um, oh, and also get a get a service history and know who the last uh, the last owners or at least know how many owners the cars had before. And whether the car has been in an accident before as well. So those are just some of the ideas that people shared. Yeah, that's it's interesting. You know, if we jump around uh, to, to take that Decra point, uh, my wife and I have sold, uh, uh, bought and sold quite a lot of cars through We Buy Cars over time, uh, and I'd never come across this business called Decra before, and until we were. Uh, we had gone through the We Buy Cars process, and it was amazing to see what they picked up. Uh, on cars we sold, uh, and also what we could see on those Decra reports on cars we wanted to buy, and, and I must say that uh, th that's definitely a good a good tip. And I think it's although we buy we buy cars are so big, it's not uh, Decra is not exclusive to we buy cars, so it's definitely a, a good tip that for people to you know if you, if you're going to make a, a massive financial commitment to a car uh, and, and it's going to you know something you want to drive for a long period of time. You know, paying a bit extra for a report from a company like Decra, I think, makes a lot of sense. I don't, I don't know of another operator like that, but, uh, but, but certainly a very good one. And, and then I think the other thing will be around parts. You know, uh, you, you know, there are some car companies in South Africa that have kind of got a history of selling uh, new cars very cheap, but their support of the cars is very poor. Their, their access to parts and spares and those things are are lousy. Uh, and and always for me that's a big issue is you know make sure that you, you, your mechanic even if you're not using a, a mechanic from the actual uh, dealership itself that your mechanic can access parts for you because otherwise it's you know you get a car sitting in a mechanic's garage for three months while while you're waiting for parts and I think that you know buying a secondhand car I think is always a good idea but but certainly you know making sure that the service costs are reasonable access to parts are good. Uh, and as you say, mileage is a huge issue. I mean, I think, you, you know, buying bu buying your favorite uh, German sedan with uh, 200,000 on the clock versus, uh, you, you know, your your favorite uh, uh, Korean sedan with 50,000 on the clock at the same price, I'm going to go for the 50,000 on the clock all day, every day, because it's it, you just know the, the services uh, in, the, in the near future are going to be much better on the, on the Korean car because it's got much less mileage. Yeah, I mean, I hundred percent agree with you on the on the mileage, and I think also year model is uh, does play a factor, at least in my purchasing when I uh, when I look at vehicles. But that's not what I did when I bought my first uh, second hand car. I bought I bought the Volvo. It was a two thousand and seven model, which was a long time ago. I bought the car when I was um, I think I was twenty eighteen, so it was quite an old uh, an older vehicle, and it also had about two hundred thousand k's on the clock. And uh, in terms of annual maintenance, it wasn't that bad. Like Volvo does very, there's some very good uh, Volvo aftermarket, um, uh, re uh, you know, repair guys and mechanics. But in terms of parts, parts were very expensive. So clutch was, uh, clutch was about between 15 and 20K, you know, and then I had the scare when I took the Volvo um, 
back to the mechanic for some engine issues and then they told me you know they might have to you know send the engine overseas and have it looked like uh, have it looked at by the engineering team of uh, of Volvo and that's when I realized hey this this car is actually very expensive to uh, um to yeah to to keep up so but i i do know that there's a there's a there's definitely a few manufacturers um a few manufacturers that has plenty of parts available and also i think one thing to look at before you buy a car is to see how many was sold or has been sold of that particular model because then you'll know there will be a lot of aftermarket parts uh available um especially if you're out of uh out of that service period yeah, that's. A, I mean, I think that's a very important point, uh, Andre. So, so just to accelerate the journey, so you uh, you did all this work, you did all the investigation, and and what did you buy? <laughs> so it, it's a it's a bit of a, a comical uh, comical turnaround. Um, after everybody's feedback, I took it, put it in my back pocket, and then I went to the nearest Yande dealer, and I thought, look, um, I've never bought a new car before, so let me. Let me not go the Twitter route and follow my own personal personal finance rules and just I decided to buy a new car um, despite the interest rates. But what I did decide is I didn't want to go for despite the you know the income level or whatever and the affordability because you know we all know affordability isn't what you should actually buy. So I decided to go for um, a stock standard basic uh, i twenty and uh, it's uh, it's a so far, so good, um, and I will obviously accelerate the, the down payments to uh, to avoid the balloon payment situation. Uh, but yeah, I ended up buying a completely new car. Well, well, there you go. That's the the joy of money is that uh, you, you know eventually we make informed choices, and you know the the being in a position that you are, you you understand the value of money and the value of interest, and and so paying it off quickly. Uh, you know, if you can get a good deal. Uh, and and you drive the car for a long period of time, even on the surface of it, uh, not a great idea to buy a new car. But uh, but at the same time, pay off the car quickly, drive it for a long time, and you can turn it into a very good financial decision. So uh, mm. th that's the joy about money is that you know there isn't only one way to do things, and and certainly uh, you, you know the 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 premium we put on buying a secondhand car, I think is important. I think it is, it is valuable, but, uh, but the point about money is you've got to enjoy your money and enjoy your life. And if you've never bought a new car and it's something that you want to do, uh, and, and you, you, you're in a position to do it, then that's what you should do. Exactly. I think, uh, I think there, there, there is this idea and, uh, you know, it's the idea of do, you know, do you save all your money for retirement and then you don't, you don't really get to enjoy your money now. Um, the, the the fire movement is is also very popular for that, but I think there's a there, there is a I call it I call it the, the 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 windfall decision. And so when you get a windfall of cash, you should take some of that windfall and enjoy some of it because otherwise it will feel like your effort that you're putting in on a day to day, uh, week to week, month to month, year to year, doesn't feel. It doesn't feel like it bears any fruits until you can retire, which is 55 or 60 or 65. Um, and I think it's, uh, uh, it's, it's prudent to enjoy some of your, enjoy some of the fruits of your labor uh, pre-retirement and having, you know, having those mini retirements that, uh, that, uh, that guy um, four day week, uh, the, the, the four hour work week, uh, Tim Ferriss talks about. 
So, so Andre, we've uh, because it's one of my favorite topics, we've blown through all our time already, and and I wanted to just uh, put out there for people, uh, you know, that they that you, you're pretty. I know you've got no strategy on Twitter, but you're an interesting guy on Twitter. So, how, how do they find you on Twitter? Uh, I, I go by Andre bought my tax uh, since I decided to shoehorn myself uh, myself there. But I tweet about I try to tweet about tax business, and sometimes I do other commentaries as well. So Andre bought my tax. Uh, and and de- definitely w- w- one of the more uh, more direct, honest, open guys around tax in South Africa. So uh, from from Ikhafu and 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 uh, g- good luck uh, w- w- with the with the, the car, Andre. And uh, we, we look forward to having you back on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Warren. It was a pleasure to be here. Brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science, guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. 